The following podcast is intended for mature audiences. You may encounter foul language, offensive jokes, occasional violence, and mild nudity. In other words, your feelings might get hurt. So I have a question for for the group, but I imagine Bill will probably have the most fascinating answer. Um, (laughs) Bill, given your time on this planet... (laughs) <laughs> and it's been a long time on this planet. It's yep. been an interesting time. And uh, given that over the last 76 episodes, we've learned that you've seen a few things. What is, in your opinion, the weirdest, most unique animal that you've seen somebody privately own? Privately. Not in a zoo. Although some zoos are private. But individual. Doesn't have to be a reptile. Just a um, regular human. like well, A regular human. I mean, I had kinkajous. You had a kinkajou? So. Yeah. And, well, they were... I had a couple, and then a buddy had a couple, and they were at his house. So, technically, they were mine, but they were at his house. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what we're thinking of? What movie? Remember Friday? He's like, hey, Debo. (laughs) Pops is tripping. He wants me to get my bike back. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? I don't think so. Debo's like, what bike? (laughs) He's like, it'll be both our bikes, Debo. We'll We'll just keep it at my house. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only thing. And it's that's a great a line. Yeah, that's a mammal. Obviously, <laughs> what uh, they bike? call they call them honey bears. Uh, had a coat of Monday, which is kind of like you a did? yeah. Why do you have some... all these now? Okay, oh so, so I just Bill really had the most don't. unique animals he's ever seen. Yeah, I would have stuff Must be for great to be your biggest hero. Several huh? months, and then I would like <laughs> trade it for something else. Oh, you were one of them. Yeah. What an asshole. But um... it's a pet for life. <laughs> but no, it was. They went to good homes and everything because it was. All right. And a few different birds, but... Well, we are going to talk about exotic pet ownership a little bit later today because Heather chose a news story that will probably get heated. But you know what? It's still kind of chilly outside. Stephanie said she's cold. We can use a little heat in here. (laughs) That being said, I want to welcome you all to TDI Live. I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And I want to welcome you to episode 76 of Tide Out Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. So funny thing about that introduction, um, we were at the uh, St. Louis Reptile Show this last weekend, and I, th- I think it was the Reptile Show. We were somewhere. Stephanie and I were somewhere where we met somebody, and we introduced ourselves. And all I remember was saying, I'm Matt, and she said, I'm Stephanie, and I had a flashback to like this moment right here. Yeah. I don't remember who it was, but we <laughs> introduced ourselves to somebody yes. at the show. Oh, that. no, it was Kurt's wife. We shook hands. It was oh. Kurt's wife. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. Kurt yes. likes women. <laughs> no, no one knew that. First time we met her, she's real. Yeah, she's real. No, he's married. Um, so anyway, what's new in the world of Tide Out Iguana? Well, we are in a heavy show 30 days right now. I'm not going to say heavy show month because it's not quite a calendar month. But we did St. Louis this last weekend. It actually ended up in Festus, Missouri. That's because uh, Bridgeton is still closed down. And the alternate location was Moscow Mills, but they had an event. So the alternate, alternate location was a quality inn in Festus. Now, let's talk about this. Oh, a God, bit. here we go. Why Again. are you praying, Heather? It's Wednesday. You pray I, on I Wednesday? You should pray, pray on I'm Wednesday. You know why? You can pray. It's okay. I'll pray. Dear Lord, <laughs> please protect me from ever staying in a hotel that I'm about to describe ever again. Uh-huh. Oh. Amen. Uh-huh. Matt knows I'm a hotel snob, so it really was oh. bad. <laughs> Tamara Tam- Tam- said she was a hotel snob. And the worst part is... Uh, Apparently, my daughter's a worse hotel snob than me. So we show up at this Quality Inn, which I've never stayed at a Quality Inn before, but I know, like, I'm not an idiot. I know it's an economy hotel. You know, Quality Inns are not top shelf never hotels. Never stayed at one. And I knew that going into it, but I was like, you know what? 
this can't possibly be any worse than the Holiday Inn we go to in Tinley Park every year. You know, the one where they charge you $300 a night because of the reptile convention and you walk into a room that hasn't been updated. Since the 80s? Yeah, since the hotel was built. They still haven't updated those rooms. We've been going there for... Dude, I had that experience when I went to my dad's funeral. Yeah? Yeah. I ended up... I paid for it and everything, and I, I ended up leaving. We almost left I didn't even hotel. stay. So... When I saw cockabugs, I was like, oh, hell no. Well, we didn't see cockabugs. No, wa- no hot water. Oh, ours wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was... But we took a very quick shower. So so we walk into this venue. It's it's a quality inn, but they have a 15,000-square-foot banquet center built onto it. Or not banquet center, but like a hall, like a meeting like a hall. convention um, We had a portion of it because part of it was rented out to a church that day, which I never got to see how well-received that was. Anyway, it's really nice. And there's a big fountain in the middle, and it turned out it was an outdoor courtyard that they then like enclosed, but they left the fountain, which was kind of neat. Um, but it was really easy to access the, the people, honestly, that work there were really nice. Um, so we get everything in there and as we're setting up, Tamara comes down and she's like, she's like, have you been to your room yet? And we're like, no. And she says it's in front of Stella, guys. Yeah. Right in front of my daughter. So oh, this is no. the first overnight show my daughter's gone to with us. She's done local reptile shows, but she's going to start hit, going on the road with us. Um, but then Tamara's like, yeah, it's a roach motel. I'm like, whatever. Oh. It can't be that bad. So we set up our stuff, and it's like, okay, well, let's go drop our stuff off in the room, and we'll come back. Well, I think the best part is because Tamara's like, my toilet paper wasn't folded in a triangle. I really can't stay here. So we figured, oh no, I can't come into this room. We figured it couldn't be that bad. You know, couldn't be that bad based on her warning. So we're like, all right, this can't be that bad. So I think the first sign was when we opened the elevator door. We walk up to the elevator, and it's a very (laughs) narrow door. I don't even think it's to code. It's so narrow. Like I don't think you can get a wheelchair through this door. Oh well. And it opens, and there's there's comfortably enough room for, like, two or three people. I'm like, okay, I see where this is going. Up is where it's going. So we put the three of us in there, plus uh, Tamara came up with us. She wanted to see the room. And Eric and Tamara. Yeah. So uh, we put five said, of us in the elevator. I think my weight limit alone takes this And in the elevator, elevator <laughs> what I, aside from the fact that it was insanely small, I noticed that uh, there was, like, it was, like, they took, like, wall, like trim for your kitchen, like, wall trim that would go down along the floor. Baseboards. Mm-hmm. They took baseboards, and they just, like, cut them up, and they were, like, screwed into the elevator, like, every six inches. And you can see the screw, like, it wasn't puttied over or painted. And even the edges of the baseboard weren't even painted. It was just, like, bare wood. So it's like, all right, well, this is, like... This is the kind of this is the kind of craftsmanship that I would do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't expect this from a hotel. I'm like, all right, so this elevator looks like shit, and it smelled like cigarettes. I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a non-smoking hotel. This is nice. It smells like cigarettes. <laughs> we get up to our room. We open the door. We flip on the light, and Bill, I shit you not, you know that strip club perfume smell? Yeah. Dude, that's where I was. There was a jacuzzi in the middle of the room. I don't know how that ended up there. And there's <laughs> cables like. There's just, like, exposed wire running all along the wall on the floor, all around that room. That's because there's a TV, like, hanging, like, right above the jacuzzi also. But the TV still had the stand mounted to it, but it was hanging. (laughs) It was on the wall, like, this TV to my left, where it's, like, on, like, a a swing mount. But But it still has the legs on the TV. They just picked it up, mounted it, and walked away. I'm like, oh, my God. So you can imagine Stella's look. You know, the walls are all dinged up. No big deal. So, so far, we walk in, and it's like, okay, this hotel room is definitely dated. It looks like something out of Boogie Nights. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's just older. (laughs) You ever see Boogie Nights, Heather? No. Heather, that movie is for you. That movie is for you. Okay. It's about the porn industry in the 70s. Something you can relate to heavily. The 70s. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? I was talking about the 70s. So... No big deal, but my daughter immediately is freaking out. And so we had um, we had this room booked before we knew my daughter was going with us. And we had a king bed with a pullout couch. We're like, well, we'll just put her in the pullout couch. Once we got in there and I kind of saw like the state of this, I was like, I'm not going to pull out that couch. It's Our deadbolt didn't out. even work on the door. Well, the deadbolt didn't work. But where it got interesting is when we got to the bed. The pillows were half the size of a normal pillow. <laughs> <laughs> they were like square. They were oh, like wow. those like decorative pillows you would so put you need, like, like on your couch. So you need like four of them to make a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. But they were like all like rolled up. It was super weird. And so I was like, all right, lucky for us, there's two extra half pillows over here in this little cabinet. <laughs> yeah. So I open up the cabinet and I pull one out. And, dude, it's just smeared with makeup. Uh. Like, if I had to go out on a limb, I would say a prostitute was smothered to death with this pillow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, totally <laughs> smeared with makeup. And the other one was good. So we left the the smothered prostitute smeared with makeup pillow <laughs> for the next guest. Yeah. Because I'm sure yeah. they don't change any yeah, you, of the you don't want no, you don't want your evidence on that. Yeah. And then we put the other one on the bed. So my daughter, and uh, I run the risk of embarrassing her a little bit here, but... 
she's young enough that I think I can get away with it. Um, she is very attached to a blanket. You know, all kids have their things. Some of the stuffed animals, some have a blanket. She has this blanket. We take it everywhere with us. She turned to me and she said, Dad, don't you dare take that out of the suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> the first time in the 10 years of her life that that blanket didn't get slept with. It stayed in that suitcase and it didn't come out. So um, dated wires, you know, running everywhere. There was just beat up holes in, you know, not really like holes in the wall, but dude, it was a beat up ass hotel room. All Stella kept saying is someone was murdered in here. <laughs> and, and all the she smell, could say. the smell of the strip club is the big thing. So yeah. then we get like, okay, well, let's go see the bathroom. You know, oh, how's God. the bathroom? Yeah, the toilet's already it. running when we get into the hotel room. So I was like, oh, great. Since you know? Somebody floor, forgot to jiggle it. Yeah, exactly. It hadn't been jiggled. So I opened it up and the flaps up. So I jiggled the handle and I put the lid back on. I'm like, Good okay. Stuff. You know, obviously they don't have the engineering team here to Yeah, it might have been that. that way for a week or more. You know, well, it was run. running when we got in there. Yeah. To the left of the toilet, there's a fucking trash bag with a plunger in it. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you drop a deuce and it doesn't go down. I mean, I appreciate the plunger, but a trash bag. So when we when we just got our place down in Tampa, I spent 25 bucks on plungers because I wanted them to be in this on nice... On one plunger. On one. I know you guys all look at me like that. I want it to be in a nice. It's man, in a nice like steel. It looks good. Like I want that shit to look steel good. Casing. That's my ghetto. Okay, fuck you guys. That's my. I'm ghetto. not saying that. I'm I mean, just smiling. I'm not saying I don't. I'm so. I'm, but anyway, but a, but a plunger in a trash bag in your hotel yeah. room. Give me a break. You know, we we throw open the shower and like the whole bathtub just like cracked. It's just like this piece of shit bathtub that's probably been in there since it's inception. Super brown. So whatever, I can work with the brown cracked bathtub. It wasn't until the next morning that we took our shower and we slung the curtain shut that we saw all the hair. Clumps of oh. hair Clumps. hanging off the Not shower like curtain. Not a strand of hair. Body. I'm talking like... I felt prostitute. dirtier after taking a shower. Oh, than I did before yeah. the quickest shower I've ever took in my life. And I like to use a cup when I brush my teeth. And she's like, there's cups out here. And I'm like, hell no. They I'm were using in my sealed hand. plastic. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Dude, this was... Tamara was right. Tamara, you were right. I was wrong. Give the chicken a little squeeze. Somebody. We got a chicken up here. So this was the the biggest piece of shit hotel I've ever... I'm going to call it a motel. This is the biggest piece of shit motel I've ever stayed in in my life. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are traveling through Festus, Missouri, do not, under any circumstances, stay at the Quality Inn. There is an overpass, and you can park your car under the overpass and kind of, like, walk up the side and sleep underneath the the overpass. Sleep underneath the overpass. You know why? Because there are eight (laughs) clumps of hair. (laughs) And it doesn't smell like a strip club. And there's not a pillow that was used... To suffocate a prostitute. Yeah. The show was fantastic, by the way. Mickey, if you're watching, I mean, no offense, but... <laughs> the Jesus venue Christ. was amazing, though. Like, the, the venue the was convention legit. The center area was gorgeous. Like, the, it was super and nice. Actually, it the, was very clean. The breakfast was all right. Oh, <laughs> should we talk? <laughs> the breakfast was not good. It was rubber food. Dude. <laughs> rubber food. The gal I that should was, have taken a picture. I don't want to rip on the gal that was working it, but oh my God. It yeah. was... Guys, this was this was an experience Thank of a God lifetime. Thank God Stella's giving us a second chance to go on the road with us again. Yeah, we're going to Springfield, Missouri this weekend, which uh, the, <laughs> it's pretty hillbilly, but it is a fantastic time. I love Springfield. Um, we always stay at the Drury Inn. Um, they have the, the biggest Bass Pro Shop in the country is in Springfield. Okay. That's cool. That's like it's going. It's the coolest. It's like going to ever. the zoo. Yeah. They've got. I've like, never been to a Bass Pro Shop. Apparently, there's dude, one this local, one? but it's yeah, not. Yeah, but no, this one is the best. Dude, there's yeah. there's literally ducks like flying through the store. Oh wow. They've got they've got ponds with massive catfish. I'm and talking. They have ma- alligators or something. In one I didn't. Of them? I don't remember seeing gators. I remember seeing red-eared sliders because I was oh, reaching out petting the turtles. But dude, big, these are the biggest catfish I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And so it's like a mix of a retail store and the zoo. Right. To give you an idea of how big it is, they have a boat section. Not boat supply, boats. You go in and you browse the boats. Yeah. And then you can browse your four-wheelers and your ATVs. Like, holy so crap. You, then how there's many a acres under, under roof? Like 40 or 50 under roof? Uh, I, I have no idea how big it is. We walked through there for probably about an hour. And we didn't even scratch the surface. That was when I was like, like six, so we couldn't stay long. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, the, the, they have live animals in there, live fish, live birds, live reptiles. Um, They've got these just huge, massive displays of animals, but they're they're open, like it's integrated into the yeah. store. And the fact that the birds can like free roam the store is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then there's a restaurant up on the top floor, which was mediocre, but uh, it's still a cool experience. Yeah. So we're uh, we're probably gonna take our daughter there this weekend because she's never been, and uh, she would like that. Springfield's cool, but that's the the food is all right, but the store is freaking cool. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, after Springfield, what do we have? Paducah, Kentucky, and then Blue Springs, Missouri. And then I'm going to leave town for a week. I haven't told you guys that yet. Bye. 
<laughs> you just did. Bye. All right, so that's what's new in the world of tie-dye. There are a couple new items coming in from ZoomEd. There's an environmental controller, which um, is not in stock yet. And then there is a cooling system that you put on top of, um, like, reptile cages that need to be kept cool. It's a yeah. swamp cooler, a mini swamp right. cooler. It's pretty oh, that's neat. cool. Yeah. So I took a really long time on our intro, but I had to talk about that hotel. It was unbelievable that's to me. That's fine. Like, dude, yeah. <laughs> we've, I think the shittiest hotel I've ever stayed in has been, like, a Drury Inn, and they're decent hotels. Yeah, the one that I almost stayed in, was, it was named Gray Motel. And my, I told my was nephew. Was it an hourly? I don't know, maybe. We have an hourly motel. Because I told, area. when I got to, the, like, the, the funeral home, <laughs> I was talking to my nephew, and I said, I told him where I was From staying. Heather. He's like, dude, that looks like some motel out of some horror movie. Yeah, what was your hotel experience? You want to talk it about it? It was just, I didn't even stay. We don't even need to stick to the agenda. This is this is loose. Heather yeah. Heather puts a lot of time into this loose mine, agenda. Mine, but we I didn't a leaky end up ship. staying there. I just went there and... Drop my stuff yeah, off, a leaky shit. and then there was no way to plug my laptop in. The TV didn't work. <laughs> There's no outlets. Yeah, no. no well, no. It, they, um, it, it was just the the two. You know, there was there oh, wasn't it, it wasn't the tr- yeah it didn't have a ground. So oh, it was, shit. yeah, it was like not the, the up not the updated stuff like you dealt dealt with too. But I wow. and when I came back after you what know was it called the, the Gray Motel the Gray Motel. I, yeah. I wouldn't say somewhere like it was only one that. floor. Yeah, and you had to I had to kind of go Were back around. It was like. No, but there was, like, trucks, and there was, like, people, I guess, living there. Like, not uh, just staying there overnight, but living there. Um, yeah. But um, when I came back, after going to the motel and then out to eat and stuff. Um, Where'd you go eat? I can't remember. It was a was local it? restaurant. A just local? Yeah, I can't remember the name. in Nashville. Yeah. But uh, oh. it was a local yeah, we steakhouse. Yeah, about that place. The Church Pew. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when I came episode. back, I flip back the covers on the bed and they're just cockroaches just scurrying i was like oh hell no oh wow so it's a literal like, roach yes hotel. yes oh no God. like roaches and then they had a little Dude, refrigerator why does bugs. this not surprise me and i, I opened it and had roaches in the refrigerator there's roaches yeah. in the fridge yeah and you had to plug it in because it wasn't plugged in so they want to save the electric yeah no when we got in that hotel Stella like instantly googled this hotel and address and read all of the reviews yeah, there like was a fire there. Yeah. Half of it was burned out. I forgot she to knew the that. day it was burned down. We got into or the like burned burnt. out section. It was unlocked. They were running electric out of it to power our show. <laughs> it was so moldy from the sprinklers going off. Yeah, it was mold all like, over the walls. It was Ugh. just covered. And that was, yeah. Stella like read every review. She said, well, at least they said the beds are comfortable and the food's good. So I guess that's a plus. <laughs> she says the next morning, she's like, man, breakfast was amazing. And I was like, the power of influence, Stella. Yeah. All you know, we put you in this hotel, <laughs> tell you the food's great. And you're like... How about that? The food's mm-hmm. amazing. Well, she had biscuits and gravy. I had biscuits and gravy, too, and bad. then sausage. You had a rubber egg. I think it was one of those toy ones that, like, a child serves. That or, like, those... It was so fake-looking. It was, like, what it the It was a prepackaged was... omelet. It... Oh. Crap. Single-serve omelets. Hmm. Yeah. Heather's antsy to get to her favorite No, segment. Wait, I you have a question, no. though. No. It says, what's good. the oldest animal you have at tie-dye? Which I would say is probably Bill and Bill and Beth are yeah, older. We've had yeah. Little Lizard for the longest, but Bill and Beth right. are older. They're like yeah. twenty. Yeah. Yeah. And Little Lizard's like fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen yeah. to sixteen. Yeah. 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 Our green iguana in our party area is fifteen to sixteen. We've had her since inception. Bill and Beth were dropped off from a very long-standing loyal customer of ours, and they're probably sitting around twenty. They were like fourteen when he dropped them off. Yes, yeah, so I don't know how old they are. They, they might be going on 30, 30 20 to thirty maybe. years old. Yeah. They're older, but that's the red foot tortoises in the back. Another question? Yeah, the same person says, how long has everyone been working at tie-dye? I guess within the four of us, at least. Want to go around the room? I'm on my 12th year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know. Don't, I, I'm no. not really sure. No, I'm no, no, I'm starting to, no, I'm, no. I'm starting to lose track because... It's a fucking blur, <laughs> isn't it? What month did you start? Do you remember I started shot? July 2009. I have a shot over here, Heather. I was trying to do my math. Here, I also have... I'm not, I don't know the date. When I, did you start, Bill? Or how long you been March here, Bill? March 07. So what, are you, what are you, 14 years in March? 14. So you've been yeah. here 14 years. Chelsea, how long have you been here? Two, two and some months. Two and some months. Chelsea's sitting behind me. If you guys are watching live, you can't see her, and if you're listening, you just heard yeah, her. Yeah, Heather's just short of a couple months of I 12. started here. When did you start here, Stephanie? When did I start here? Yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> technically, um, I think we started here in like October of 2005 when we started writing the business plan. Well, but we didn't huh. actually get into the building until, until February, February of 06, and we had to scrape all yes. the glue off the floor. Yeah. Because they were supposed to provide us uh, bare concrete floors, and all they did was pull the carpet up and left the goddamn glue uh, all over it. It was remember, like February like 15th you, or so, because I remember was Landon was literally, feet. Landon was like two 
weeks old when we moved in. Because I remember like having him strapped to me. We had cardboard me. laying on the ground for so like, I could, him to sit on. Uh, well, so I could sit his pumpkin seat on because yeah. I didn't want to put his like car seat on the ground. And me, you, Hoots, and your brother just scraped the glue out of here. Well, I remember when I started. Cassie would come up. They mm-hmm. were, they were, you, we were still doing it in that back corner. Yeah. Where the, we would keep the dark frogs yep. and stuff. Yeah, because we just got that space. Yeah. You would come and yeah. we just got it. And we left that tile down. We never even scraped that up. Yeah. So, yeah. It's so funny. I every guess. time somebody emails me and they're like, I want to volunteer there. I'm like, I got some glue that needs scraped. And everybody's like, oh, well, I can't do I it. I was I'm like, what you animals. really meant to say was you yeah. want to come up and play with animals, yeah. dumbass. <laughs> I was like, if you really want to be part of this place, come in and scrape a room of glue. And then if you'll do that for free. I'll probably let you in. So there you go. If you're, if you're listening or watching and you want a job here, man, don't be an idiot. It's not a pet, petting zoo. Yeah, we're not, yeah. A, we're not a petting zoo, dude. Even this animal is... care. It's not, you don't play with animals Tie-dye, all day. You, anybody you... that gets hired here comes in and they're like, holy shit. That's what they think animal care is. You play with animals. No, yeah. you don't. You, you, just, you, you clean up to, after them. You, you inspect play with them and everything. And the only time you really them. handle them I'm is the to like, inspect them. Hey, Heather, let's go to your favorite segment. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for Heather's favorite segment of the show. <laughs> 20 minutes in. Feeding yep. pelicans with raccoons. Rep- <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Where's that going? I don't know. I just, I just, it was kind of like one of those. It was just Bill having a moment over here. Bill being Bill. <laughs> Eating pelicans. <laughs> what? No, those poor pelicans. I'm part of a pelican I rescue group. Pelicans eating yeah, raccoons. Yeah, we're trying to rescue those poor Reptile pelicans. Reptile and amphibian news. <laughs> oh, gosh, Bill. Oh, man. Oh, we're looking right oh man, I snorted now. You, you made snort. me snort. That's how you breathe. Uh, all right, so the reptile news this week is, uh, the title of it is Snake Apocalypse. Snake. Florida plans ban on owning pythons and many other high-risk reptiles. Hold on. Uh-oh. Wow. He's got his I didn't, cookies. I didn't open my Girl Scout cookies yet. Does anyone want a Girl Scout cookie? It's Girl Scout um, cookie season. One. These are the ones I got. No, I didn't get one yet. I got to talk. Mm. Heather has to talk. She All right. Not All right, tell us a story. And lighten us. Oh, my gosh. These are like a Reese's Pieces kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm. That's the Girl oh. Scout version of a Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup. Do you want another one? No. You can't eat just one. I'm just trying one. not to chomp them. Though. You want to eat the whole box? He's not. <laughs> I have a Bill's box trying to avoid the microphone at all costs. I have a box. You've never eaten them? No, this is the first time I ate them. Oh, yeah. You'll eat that box now. Yep. Oh, what kind uh, did I give you? <laughs> those are going to go home tonight. I put those tag- in your box? Yeah. Oh. Well, look at that. You put that in Bill's I box. I put that in his locker. <laughs> just talk over us, Heather. We talk all over All right. You. So if wildlife officials get their way later this month, Florida will ban owning or breeding six types of pythons, the green anaconda, and nine other high-risk reptiles. So the 16 reptiles include Burmese pythons, reticulated pythons, scrub pythons, northern African pythons, southern African pythons, something I can't pronounce, pythons, (laughs) green... Green anacondas, Nile monitor lizards, tegus, all species, and green iguanas. Everything that's prolifically wild in Florida. Anything that's invasive, basically. So, yeah, I know they've been talking about doing this, but it looks like it might... I think it's up for a vote on February? Yeah, well... 25th, like in a couple days? Like tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, there's only... on your podcast app, it's today Yeah, today. Yeah, so... It says they those currently breeding and selling um, the eight species of currently listed conditional reptiles will no longer be able to do either for commercial use. Some reptile license holders will be grandfathered in if they meet certain conditions, and people can keep their reptiles for the life of the animal with a free permit. But these species will no longer be allowed to be sold as pets in Florida. Huh. Yeah. They won't issue any I think we need to new- tread lightly on this. Yeah, this is... With the discussion today, because, yeah, this is, uh, you know, I, I have mixed emotions on it. Obviously, I never want to see my rights taken away in any capacity, and uh, I'm in the reptile industry. <clears throat> However, I 110% understand why they're proposing this. I don't yeah. agree with it. Yeah. But I do understand why. Yes. And it's because of, the, you know, you got just, man... People in the past ruined it for everybody by... Yeah. The majority of human beings on this planet are only alive because of modern medicine. Had this been a thousand years ago, natural selection would have weeded them out a long time ago. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have developed our society in such a way that natural selection just doesn't take place anymore. And we keep 
everybody taken along, even those that, you know, probably shouldn't be. And then they do stupid things like buying a Burmese python and letting it go. And, yeah. you know, now Florida's overrun. So There was a lot of those that was introduced into the wild, like, through some of the hurricanes and the breeder, yeah. the breeding, and but by no means am I advocating for this because I'm surprised I don't like the idea. chameleons aren't on the list too because I know they're invasive, but I don't know if they're actually doing anything that's. Well, like, here's the thing: the, the law like this opens the door to further ban more. Yeah. yeah. So, because you know what will happen next is there'll be an amendment, and veiled chameleons and might be do on that. Boas. I think I, I don't think yeah. chameleons have as much of an impact on the environment. Yeah, as it just really depends. The other ones do, like the larger constrictors, and that they eat a yeah. lot of the wildlife. That's. They're, they said, and then the green iguanas. They say are like destructive and everything. Like they say, seawalls are like. They tear up seawalls. Yeah, apparently. What do they do to the seawall? I don't know. I just they just said that mm. they uh, rip them, rip them up, rip them, rip them, rip them apart. Hmm. Seawalls are generally made of aluminum. Who knows? Guess it depends. So um, I say my vote is we don't dwell on this one. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I didn't just, know. No, no, it's a good, it's a good story, but I just think it can it's it's charged. You know, it yeah. really is. It's it's heavily charged. My thought is is that okay, the damage is already done. Banning more isn't gonna like. Well, yeah, this has the, been going on for the past, uh, I would say, 30 or 40 years. It's not going to stop anything. They're but it's, it's already drawing the line. It's kind of like saying, and again, I, I need to preface this by saying I'm not an advocate for this. Yeah. But I excelled at debate. I was really good at it. So I can yeah. I can debate any topic on any side, whether I agree with it or not. So debating the side of Florida Fish and Wildlife, which I don't agree with, by the way, but debating their side is you draw the line somewhere. It would be like yeah. a cocaine epidemic. You can't just say, well... Everybody's cocaine's a bad one. Heroin. Everybody's heroin already epidemic. Doing, yeah. yeah, cocaine's a bad. Yeah, because uh, cocaine. I guess you know, they just don't want to get any worse. Her- heroin's, but heroin will kill you quicker. Yeah. So Much if quicker. you have a heroin epidemic and it's not illegal, do you just let it go because it's been that way forever, or do you eventually make yeah. heroin illegal to try to protect people from their own stupidity? Now yeah. we can go back to natural selection. We really can, but uh, we won't touch that either. I see this not going well. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on, guys. They, the state is supposed to start voting on it on February 25th. If you live in Florida, and there's a lot of like, with you. wildlife breeders and stuff down there, whether it be reptiles, you know, fish, uh, mammals, and stuff like that. Well, and I so, think a lot of times, like the breeders that they do have down there of stuff, it's because they can do it outdoors because of the temperatures right. and yeah. you know, so it's cheaper. And they usually and so send them to other places easier. than people in Florida. But you know, it's just yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, it's it destroying. Do they go into that? Like, okay, well, the all the... I guess. Why can't we just round are... up the fools and... Ban them? Ban them. Yeah. Ban them somewhere. <laughs> yep. We'll send them somewhere. Ban idiots. How, why don't we just do away with modern medicine? I'm telling you. I just think anybody that releases an animal into the wild is, you know, it's just... They shouldn't have anything. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter right. if it's these big monitors or it doesn't matter if it's a ball python. I mean, those that caliber of individual usually wants the stupid crap. I need a crocodile monitor. Yeah, but even yeah. still, like you had you a picture a sent to the other day of a ball python that. Oh yeah. Was a either friend released of mine, or whatever. A friend of mine sent me a picture in the midst of like that Arctic blast that was here of a dead ball python in the Schnooks parking lot in St. Aww, Louis. Oh, that's sad. Wow. She's like, "What kind of snake is this?" I was like, <clears throat> "That's a ball python from Africa." <laughs> <laughs> in St. Louis. That's sad. At negative 14 degrees. That's what I'm Somebody saying. Released I think it. It really, Someone just being at the end, it's going hole, to be... You know? Yeah. Whatever. The reptile, the yeah, exact reptiles you get, they can't deal with our winters. So if you release no. them, it's basically a death sentence because eventually it'll get cold and they won't be able to yeah. hunker down. and Hunker down. They'll just get too cold. All right. So keep your eyes peeled. I'm sure you will see it in the media regardless of what happens on that. So let's move on to our reptile myth slash debate. Today's a myth. Pet store reptile enclosures are a good example of how to keep your new pet reptile. Hmm. 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 Got to clear my throat. <clears throat> so is this a good, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say this is definitely a myth. Most pet shops are an embarrassment. And I know that comes as a very biased opinion for myself, but it's why we've modeled a place the way we have. You walk into... God, probably at least 75% of pet shops and I don't know if I've walked into yeah, many that I haven't walked in. I haven't been to I've never one been to one that's wild. I can't stand going to ones that sell reptiles, so. Yeah. It drives me nuts, so I 
So here's the deal. So let's start with big box stores. And we won't name names, guys, on the big box stores. On any of the stores. Process of yes. elimination. Yes. I was trying to be funny because everybody knows the big box stores. Yes, I, was I know. I know. Only, I was like, was your choices are slim. It was satire. So um, big box stores, if you've worked retail, this will make sense to you. If you haven't, let me school you a little bit on retail. So big box stores um, generally follow what's called a planogram. In fact, we even follow that here to a degree, mostly on our shows. Um, a planogram is basically a picture of the way a shelf should look. Um, you do this for several reasons. One is you're able, I mean, the honest reality is you can hire a lesser educated workforce because you show them a picture and say, build this, and they can do it. Um, aside from whether or not the workforce is higher or lower educated, um, you are able to uh, you know, really streamline the way something should be built. So like when we planogram our, um, our reptile shows, I just take a picture of the shelf where all the products are, and then anybody can load those shelves out. I just type a picture to each shelf, People come in with the product and they put it where the picture goes. So um, the big box stores, however, they go as far as planogramming their reptile tanks. And that's just a way to kind of keep the consistency between the different stores. And again, anybody can do it. It doesn't matter what your expertise is. And the biggest problem with this is the folks that wrote this planogram keep it universal. And that's when you see things like Euromastics with water dishes or mm -hmm. chameleons in glass cages. It's planogrammed that way. It's not that the employees are intentionally trying to hurt the animal. They must hurt the animal. Because when that district manager walks in and they see a Euromastix without a water bowl, someone's getting written up. Yep. Yeah. Riddle me that. That's horrible. And I mean, we have mm -hmm. these employees, the employees always. have no choice. Like, and they're always complaining yeah. to us if about it. If they don't kill the animal, they're going to lose their job. They, they are required by their employment to kill the animal. Yeah. That's a very bold statement, but it's the truth. And if anyone from a big box store disagrees with me... Bring it, fool, because I will out-debate you on this one. Because, <laughs> but then if you buy a bird yeah. or a small mammal, then you have this vet-checked paperwork and yeah. stuff. So. so that's what's going on in the big box stores. Um, Mom-and-pop shops, I think the biggest problem, honestly, is that they all want to save a penny. And, dude, we all want to save pennies. I get it. Trust me. We run a very leaky ship around here, as I said earlier. <laughs> but we run a very tight budget. And... Uh, but that doesn't mean you throw 20 bearded dragons in a 10-gallon tank with a heat bulb only on a piece of paper towel with some dried-up-ass greens on the side, and then you yeah. throw a dozen crickets into that 20 bearded dragons because you want to be able to sell them for $20 less than the guy across the street and make a few extra bucks. Why don't you try this? Why don't you try taking care of it properly, putting it in a beautiful cage, charging a competitive rate, and see how people flock to you because now you're providing value. And you're providing a product that you can stand behind, that somebody can bring into their home and celebrate for the next 10 plus years. God damn it, Heather, why do you do this to me? Somebody else talk about this. <laughs> I'm so I'm good done. at picking Not these another topics. word until we move no, on. No, I totally get it because there was a time, like this was probably maybe a year or two before you guys opened. But there was a place that way. I'm not going to say names, but um, we don't name names that we, way. We would go in there and it had carpet. Yeah, and you don't it's, put carpet in a pet shop. I said it was the same. Yeah, that's a very yeah. bad Continue. idea. But um, yeah, it was like and all the animals. Like I remember they had the Australian water dragon, you know, water dragons, which are a fairly pricey animal, and they had like open sores on their sides and stuff. Uh, Basically, ow. they were infected and stuff. So, and then a lot of their cages looked like they were never cleaned just dried urates on top of dried urates dried urates <laughs> <laughs> yeah dried urates and just like feces dried feces just like stuff that would just it was like they just put new newspaper on top of it over and over so and uh yeah we just i kind of quit going there it's, so pet stores guys i mean you got to judge by the way if you walk in there and you feel good about it well, I shouldn't use that as an example because there's some fools that feel good about that kind of setup. Um, I mean, all I can say is do your research. You know, do look yeah. at the reviews of the pet store. Uh, the people really do speak the loudest. And we have our fair share of negative reviews, although I love responding to some of those. I had a guy get pissed off the other day. He left us a three-star review, and he said, it's cheaper on Amazon. Like, you dumb piece of shit. Of course, it's ch everything's yeah. cheaper, cheaper on, on Amazon. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. But you choose... <laughs> to support a small business because the small business is the backbone of America. And you choose to support it for the knowledge, the expertise, the experience. Um, you know, it's just, if, if you're so worried about saving a buck, then you know what? Quite honestly, I don't want you in my store. So 
do me a favor and don't come back. It'll help us all. And what did he do? He deleted, he deleted his, his review. review. No, I didn't. That wasn't my response. My response was much more polite sure. than yeah. that. But it was, yeah. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Uh-oh. hide your kids, hide your wife. It's because Matt's, it's Matt's favorite segment of the show. <laughs> which would be, you gotta come on. You had pelicans eat raccoons. <laughs> I wasn't. Conspiracies, theories, and mysteries. You guys all expect the laugh now. What if I don't feel like doing the laugh? Then don't. She said, then don't. <laughs> all right, Stephanie, I think this is your one. Or is this yours or Bill's? Um, she found uh, it, and we just kind of... <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about solar panels in space. So this is more of a theory slash mystery, like something uh, strange and unusual. All right, so this says that Marjorie Green was widely mocked and criticized for having suggested Jewish-run space lasers might be responsible for California's wildfires. But it turns out the technology she flagged, orbiting panel... Panels that be- did she really say Jewish run? Uh-huh. Yeah. Why does she have to point that out? I don't know. But it's wow. Like, yeah. Orbiting- Wait, who's this bitch? Representative Marjorie Taylor yeah. Green. Like, we couldn't just say that space. We had it. Yeah, it happened. And this well, is why the world yeah. is the way it is. Yes. Yeah. Okay, anyway, continue. Right, it says, orbiting panels that beam solar energy to Earth does exist, at least in prototype form. Only instead of the... Rothschilds, the Pentagon controls the technology, and instead of destroying California's forests and homes, photovoltaic radio frequency antenna modules could provide emergency power during national disasters. Do you have the Cliff's Notes version? No. Whoa. (laughs) Vote on us. There was a little ad that just popped up. So it says that scientists working for the Pentagon have successfully tested a solar panel the size of a pizza box in space. It's designed as a prototype for a future system to send electricity from space back to any point on the Earth. So this happened back in May of 2020. I've seen um, Real Genius. I know what happened. We, we need to put this technology into effect, especially with what happened in Texas. Yeah. Ugh. So it says the 12-inch square <laughs> panel um, showed it's capable of producing 10 watts of energy, or enough to power an iPad to transmit back to Earth. Um, the U.S. Naval Research Lab in Washington told, that's what, that's what they have been, I guess they're doing research on it, so they're the ones doing it. But um, it says the advantages of putting solar panels in space include constant sunlight, more powerful light including blue waves filtered out by the Earth's atmosphere, and the ability to direct power to where it's needed most at any given time. It says you can, pa- you can send power to Chicago in a fraction of a second later if you needed, send it to London. Um... It says if enough solar panels are grouped together, it could provide enough clean electricity to power a city, he said. Um, So I think, so here it says, you know, my family lives in Texas and they're all living without power right now in the middle of a cold front because the grid is overloaded. So if you had a system like this, you could redirect some power over there and then... That would require Texas' power grid to be connected to the rest of the country and or the world in that case, so... Solar panels in space ain't fixing that. I wonder if they're going to change things now. Yeah. It just reminds me that. of they, directed energy weapons. You ever seen Real Genius? I probably have. It sounds the familiar. The house full of popcorn is the best scene Might when I was a, a kid. I watched that movie just for the end scene. It's a great movie. It's about a uh, a 15-year-old high school kid that like does some like laser work for his local science fair and then... Uh, they pick him up and put him in college into like some engineering program working on lasers, and all these students end up developing a laser that's being sold to the government as a weapon. And once the laser is done, and like the professor takes it to sell to the military, the students find out, and they like sabotage it, and they end up shooting their professor's house with the laser, but they fill it with uh, popcorn kernels. <laughs> that's awesome. And the whole house like blows up and erupts popcorn everywhere. That's awesome. Oh, I guess this, um, I think I did now see you know. that. I think yeah. I did see that. Tears for fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. It was, was like, yeah. um, originally attached to the Pentagon's X-37B unmanned drone, which... That's the new Toyota Scion. The um, X-37B. Yeah. Which the drone XB. is looping Earth every 90 minutes. Hmm. It's moving pretty quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Hmm. 
Hmm. Hopefully that doesn't collide with a rock. Yeah, that suck. So, yeah, I think that's the conspiracy theory slash mystery is, will this actually be something built to benefit mankind, or... Would it be like a directed energy weapon? Yeah, is, is it a weapon built under the guise of helping mankind so yeah. they get the support from the public? And at the end of the day, yeah, it's a, it's a weapon. For whatever reason, they, they the just, for whatever reason, they think weapons are much better than... See, Dad, they arose such a clatter company. Santa Claus. Yeah. Remember that? That was a great scene. Yeah. I, I, I finally knew a movie he was talking about. So, um, I don't know. But yeah, I, I just figured I'd bring that up since of the, nas- of the disaster that happened in Texas. Yeah. And it took me a week to get through to Southwest on the phone. That. One week. Wow. Yeah. A little bit over. One day after an hour sitting on hold, I just hung up. I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. I couldn't do their elevator music. It would get really loud and then really quiet. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, no, well, it would be nice is if they would just say, oh, this is your wait. If you don't want to wait, we can call you back. They don't want you to know your wait time is 36 hours. I know. It sucks. Three weeks in a day. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I know when you called me, you said, I, I had to call from Stephanie's phone because I've been on hold for a couple hours mm-hmm. on my phone. Oh, that was Southwest. when we were done. Yeah, that was... When we were in Florida, and yeah. he tried that time, he was on hold that for was like right, two hours. That was right when you guys found out they canceled everything. Yep. Thank you, Winter Storm Yuri. That's what it's called. I thought it was Yuri. It was. Yeah, it was okay. Yuri. You I used to play this video game called Red Alert, Command and Conquer, and there was an expansion pack called Yuri's Revenge. He was Russian, and they could do <laughs> mind control, and they would float. It was really neat. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I flunked out of college thanks to that game actually thanks to my choice to play that game instead of going to class but that's yeah. okay it wasn't that game's over. fault yeah it was it was all the game's fault we should ban video yeah. games in college oh you a, should not i'm just kidding so um solar panels in space you be the you be the decider is it for the benefit of mankind to provide what will not be free power it'll yeah. be you know someone will capitalize on it yeah no, whoever makes true. the investment well yeah i mean it's expensive to make stuff to go into space yeah, yeah. i wonder how much they spent to put that 12 by 12 Pizza box. Inch pizza box up Maybe in space. Maybe they at the space station. They just like opened the like door. billions of dollars. They were just like, <laughs> like threw it out like a Frisbee. Yeah. And then sent a bill back. One million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Heather, entertain us. All right. So we're going to. game time. Game time. Game time. Game time. <laughs> Come on. All right. So this week we're doing a throwback quiz to when you guys were younger. These are questions. Um. Game time, game time. It's not a right or wrong quiz. It's just... Oh, it's a 2021 quiz. No, it's not. You don't get it right or wrong. You just evolve and learn. You get a participation trophy. Yeah. There are no more... (laughs) There's no more grading scale. That's going to come next. No grading scale. Because it hurts the kids' feelings that don't put in the work and fail. All right. So, our first question is, what's the craziest dare you ever took? Now, why would you ask a question like this? Because I thought I'd get some entertaining answers. I don't think I've actually done a crazy dare. I can't think Um, of one either. I think I'm pretty boring. I'm rather vanilla. Yeah, me too. Really? Um, Nobody has. I don't don't think I was ever dared to do anything. Swallow a goldfish or... Oh, Oh, yeah, I remember when you did that. Yeah. We got video of that. We that. (laughs) And uh, that's probably the only one or something similar to that. Like I don't when I was younger, eating, eating a worm or whatever. I don't. I think know. my I mean, like craziest, which isn't even crazy, is I sat on someone's shoulders while jump while we jumped off a diving board. That was about it. Matt was the one that didn't like that idea either. Yeah, that would our be... pool is only eight feet deep. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. Um, I don't have a crazy dare. Yeah, I, mean, I don't really. Really, Matt. Well, I mean, at eight thirty this morning, Autumn came into the office with a shot of vodka, and I drank it with her. That was kind of a dare. <laughs> She said, here, try this water. And yeah, I said, I've had Ooh. dares like that. Oh, you can't drink these two bottles of mezcal with the worms in it and eat them and survive. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> well, I don't think it was a dare, but you dare ate too, the, Remember when well. you ate the yeah. Maruga scorpion pepper? Yeah, that wasn't really a dare. That was more of curiosity. Yeah. He regretted it later. The, Stupidity. Yeah. It's stupid curiosity. Yeah. All right, next. Being curious is not always... Wise. All right. What's the strangest family tradition in your in your family? 
we had this pickle card that would travel between the siblings on birthdays, and we would keep adding hey, to it, and then we take another card. pickle to it. I wonder who has uh-huh. the pickle card. I haven't seen. They it. had like two or three pickles cards, like stapled together, There's taped a card together. In the shape of a pickle. Yeah, you guys did. That's funny. I want to know where's what hashtag. What happened to the pickle card? What happened? Yeah, the text all your card. siblings and I don't find think out. We ever had it. a really a tradition or anything. I'll find out. I think all of our traditions really in our family were pretty normal. Yeah. What was yours, Heather? Kind of tradition. I don't think we had strange ones, but they're all normal. Every Christmas, every Christmas we tinfoil on your um, head. In my dad's side of the family, the adults, we all do a secret Santa draw. That's a tradition. We do that. Whoa, so weird. We do that on Christmas Eve. We do a our well, we well actually we draw names ahead of time, but we buy a gift for. We do it Just on like Thanksgiving. We do yeah. that on Thanksgiving. We usually. have a tablecloth yeah, on so Easter that everybody signs. And one year, I misspelled my name. <laughs> yeah, you did. How you? I don't remember, but I did. I managed to do it. Well, you just do M A T and forget. I don't the remember if it was my first name or my last name, but I misspelled. Oh. But I, misspelled. <laughs> I don't think you put your last name. I think it's just first name. But yeah, he misspelled That's his funny. name. He had to scribble it out and rewrote it. So then his dad, being silly, decided <laughs> to misspell his name to scribble it out and rewrite it because Matt did. So now I have scribbles on my tablecloth. That's funny. All right, so what's the grossest food you've ever had to eat to be polite? Uh, I've, never had to, I've never had to eat food to be polite. I eat it because I'm hungry. I mean, when I was little, but, like, obviously now Like, I don't did you have, have to eat to. something and, like, did lie? You? I remember, what, you sc- I, remember I, I was tricked eat- into eating something that I actually liked, but then they told me what it was, and I was like, oh. Remember Frog used- legs. Ugh. Yeah. We, we used they to told eat- me it was fish. Liver and onions. I like liver and onions, and I like frog legs. I think the only thing I can think of, I don't remember what it was, but we were at, when it was the Japanese restaurant yep, over this. here. You didn't do it, though. You got I out did. of it. You did? I thought you got I out of it. I ended up eating whatever, because Tammy's mom. It was pepperoni mom, pizza. Tammy's and you mom, don't eat pepperoni. like, made me food. She's like, let me feed you, let me feed you. So she went out of her way and made me a pepperoni she's pizza. A, she's a Korean mom from the homeland. Like, she barely speaks I English. I think I remember <laughs> Yeah, you. and Korean moms from the and homeland. She made, if yeah, any of you are watching that are Korean, I'm not Korean, but I know that your moms are freaking nuts like i know how italian moms are korean moms are 10 times worse so yeah i just kind of like ate that pizza and i don't eat pepperoni so it was um just got to respect them because she probably would have slapped me yeah she probably would have done that too though a korean mom will beat their guests they don't care who it is <laughs> no she just gets angry at you she used to get angry at stella when stella was like one and she tried feeding stella like white rice and it would be sticky and stella would spit it out and she'd be like eat the rice i'm just like oh stella. <laughs> eat your rice bitch <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I didn't know strange food. All right, I'll do one more. All right. All right. All right. What part of elementary school do you wish you could incorporate into your adult life? Like, for example, nap time. Nap time doesn't exist in elementary school these days. Lunch. I don't sit down and have a meal with friends or family. I mean, almost never. That's almost the same way. Sometimes. But I usually eat at my desk or while I'm running or... Yeah. yeah. Well, at home, we sit down at dinner. Recess. That's why Let's it's called Let's have lunch. Heather. How I about agree. we have a recess, like, for the office? For everybody that works in the office, we'll have recess. We'll go out back and get a kickball. <laughs> why Come can't on. we get a tetherball? We can do tetherball. I'll drop we a tetherball. We should ball totally put there. a tetherball pole back there. And then somebody runs, like, smashes into huh. it. That's their problem. They shouldn't have And when the, the landlord says, Where'd this tetherball pole come from? I'm like, Dude, that's been there. Yeah, no, but like, no, it came it down from. Yeah. Oh, they used to have uh, they had volleyball, volleyball net and stuff with a, like a wooden fence around it and everything. You got to get just the right tetherball that doesn't hurt your wrist. Like some mm. of them you could really get, but others you don't use like, your wrist. Well, you don't intend to use your wrist. I like to use my right there. Yeah. I usually hit it like this or like. We this. totally need a tetherball. <laughs> How about wall ball? We don't have to install that. Oh, wall ball was oh. fun too. How about dodgeball? Play... Do- oh, dodgeball. We can have a dodgeball game. I used to play racquetball, but we have to find a place to play dodgeball, not in a parking lot. I think wall ball is a good one. Or, uh, yeah. That's okay, hey, give us one school. more and then let's wrap it up. Oh, you want to do one more? Yeah, okay. I want to do You know what, Heather? I'm feeling like living on the edge today. Okay. Let's see. Oh, man. Decisions. What Disney slash cartoon character were you inexplicably afraid of as a kid? Were you ever scared by anything? Car- I don't think I do. I have ones. ones. What is it? I was afraid of Count. Oh, what was his name? Count. Oh, you tell me, Count Heather. Doom in. Uh, who framed Roger Rabbit? I used to be afraid really? of him at the end when his eyes went all cartoony. I used to have nightmares about the crazy psychotic mom from Goonies. 
she used to haunt me. The bad the sh- guy. The short lady. Yeah. That was also in Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah. You ever see Throw Mama <laughs> from the Train? God, that <laughs> yeah. was so great. You don't yeah, Brian I've seen that movie. <laughs> you yeah. lied to me. I don't really think I had one. Landon was scared of Black Cauldron and Carol, the mother and Caroline. Coraline. Coraline. The other mother, yeah. He was yeah. scared to death of that. The other mother. If I, if I would, won't watch it. If I was little, I would have been scared to death of Coraline. Yeah. He was. In but I wasn't. Yeah. I was in like, college. Nope, so. Not the button eyes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a weird, that's kind of, I've got that DVD. It's kind of a weird movie, but I like it. All right, guys. Well, we went a little longer than usual today, but that tends to happen when you talk about Roach Motels. So thank you for <laughs> joining us. You can find our podcast by searching for TDI Live on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and Amazon Music. By the way, Heather, I really like how you put all those links in the post on Facebook for all I, that. I, I've been doing that yeah. for months now. Well, I noticed it After recently. I said, hey. So, no, it's awesome. Let's good do work. This. Good looking yeah. out on that. Um, you can also go to our website at www.thetdi.com. Click on social and click on podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Matt. And I am Bill. I'm Heather. And I'm Stephanie. And you just listened to Tide Out Iguana's official podcast, TDI Live. Thank you for listening to Tide-Eyed Iguana's podcast, TDI Live. And don't forget to visit us on the web at www.thetdi.com. I'll never feel-